right, uh, who remembers what happened last time, guys? Did a lot of setup. Oh, we no, we no, we drove our boat out and we threw all the gods in the water and we sucked the entire fleet and it was great. And now we're just doing a sweet payoff. For I don't really know what's yeah, happening now. I mean, we do this uh, bit almost every time. So <laughs> we, I've never done that bit. <laughs> uh, we have done that bit before, and there is audio evidence to prove it. All right, prove it. I'll wait. I don't think we have time to go through uh, the oh, evidence. Yeah. So uh, we so have. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, John. Well, we had a couple of different scenes. I'm looking back at the notes here. Uh, so last session was like pretty much just downtime and then a couple of scenes. So it says here that um, Milos uh, found evidence that there was a Leviathan somewhere outside of um, Duskfall and that some of the sewer entrances in the docks had been um, like walled off, like someone had like closed them. Larry is one of the guys who works for the Foghounds that um, thinks Gully's name is Virgil. And Gully went to the glory hole because Larry kept trying to get him there for like have a drink or whatever or whatever, you know. <laughs> they talked about how um, there was going to be a fleet of uh, like troop transports that are going to be heading to Scotland like sometime in the near future. And then um, related to that, Ulf Ironborn like uh, was talking to Milos and wants to like hire him to work with the Scotland resistance that Ulf is sort of part of to try and uh, uh, nuke these transport ships like so that the troops won't get from uh, Dustfall to Scotland to aid in the, the fight there. Um, so we talked about like, uh, well, we voted that we were going to help uh, Ulf Ironborn with this mission of um, where I think what was discussed was using the Godstones, um, some of which we've already sold sold to uh, Ulf Ironborn, and then you know we have some more to uh, assist in destroying this fleet, destroying the troops, something to help the Scotland resistance. In which case we'll be uh, paid. And Virgil did not want to be involved because the Godstones were going to be used sort of as a weapon and sort of threw a, threw a pity party and said, I'm the only one that can use the Godstones as a weapon. <laughs> so. That sounds just like Virgil. It does. Yeah. yeah how'd you get his accent? It's so perfect. <laughs> I mean, he does play that character. <laughs> just looks deeper than himself. That is the voice. Virgil just emerges sometimes. All right, um, so uh, I want to get right into the action, but in order to do that, we got to come up with a plan. Uh, so the goal is to go and blow up this fleet using the uh, godstones, seed the godstones throughout the fleet to uh, summon some leviathans that way. Have the leviathans wreck shop. There are three time frames that this could happen. You can try to get to the fleet when it's leaving Duskwall, and the fleet is loaded up with all the soldiers that's in Duskwall. Yeah, I don't think we need the third opinion. I think or second opinion. I think that's. Uh, I think that's it. You think that's the best one? Okay. I mean, I mean Ulf... Milos thinks Milos is like, we want to kill the fleet and the soldiers, so that's yeah. the best time to do it. Like that's definitely Ulf's preferred thing. The other one that y'all could do is you could do it while the fleet is there. And the soldiers are embarking onto the ship. I feel like we should not do it right in the harbor. We live here. I mean, like, that's the thing is, like, it would be easiest to 
you know, make sure you're getting there because you don't have to, you know, right. intercept or lay in wait for the fleet. Uh, like, you know exactly where they are, when they are. Like, it'd be easiest to do that. The safest option, like, for you particularly, would be to intercept the fleet while it's coming. Because that's when it, there's going to be the least, you know, a least amount of crew on there. You'll do the least damage to the Emperor's army. Also, all of the soldiers will still be in Duskwall. But uh, that is also an option. So, what do you got? At, at what point do you guys want to do that? We... Where is their bottleneck? They're picking picking people up in the harbor, right? Correct. And then going out either west or or east. Actually, can they cross that bridge? So, so they, if they have to if they have to go west, then we we do it right there, right right outside the harbor, and they're all bottlenecked up. Right. So, so you've got the uh, you have the electroplasmic fence here that go it spans across the harbor. Uh, so most likely. The fleet will become, like, if you're going to wait for the fleet to get to uh, to Duskwall, the fleet will come in a few ships at a time, start loading soldiers in at the docks, and then massing out in the ocean somewhere. But, like, there's a lot of soldiers, there's going to be a lot of ships, so they wouldn't all be able to enter the docks at the same time. It, also, it would be a multi-day process. If, gotcha. if we... If we attack them after they have loaded a whole bunch of soldiers, they are far more likely to be able to do things like shoot at us. Like, and yeah, them. I mean, I, I kind of arrange those in, like, the order of, like, cost the benefit. You right. know, like, the, the most risk, but the biggest reward is definitely sinking the ships while the load with soldiers. Because, yeah. Yeah, but remember, all we really had to do is, is get, is drive out there, get in front of the ships, kick a thing over the side and haul ass away. Like, it should be fairly simple. We shouldn't be getting shot at. It's like, we're not going to be we're not gonna be trying to plink at them with guns or anything. So this may not be, like, a great thing for, like, planning, but one thing I was sort of thinking about earlier is if we strand all these soldiers in Dustfall, that's customers, man, for all of our shady <laughs> dealings. If they don't know it was us <laughs> and are out to, you know, remove our blood from our bodies. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure if we want our enemies to be in our hometown milling about and like really mad at us i'd rather they be dead right that well i mean these are these are the soldiers for the emperor right who is yeah. theoretically our leader uh right? speak for yourself it's not my leader i didn't vote for him right <laughs> <laughs> okay well it sounds like uh we've got a couple of votes for taking out the ships before they get to dustfall I don't think we have any votes for that. Do we have any votes for that? Eh. I mean, that would be the safest for us personally, but I don't know that it would be the best. See, I guess the question I, I have then, you said they're going to be trickling in, picking people up and leaving. So I imagine this could be like a, you know, a shuttle, like a line of ships coming in a few at a time to pick people up before heading out. So then are they going to stop and mass like over here before they head out to do whatever or... Or what? So, like, they'll be massing, a, like, a mile or so offshore is where the the ship, like, the, the ships with... The rallying point. For right. Full just, just to make sure, are, are they, are they right. entering the city from the north uh, from here, or are they entering from here? You said they're entering from here, right? 
So most, uh, like if if you're waiting for them to come there, more than likely they'll be coming in They're from coming this. In from you know, Next. you'll be having you know a couple dozen of the ships at a time. Like the the Northcote Channel is wide, but I'm sure Kevin can attest that you don't want too many ships going in and out of there at a time. Oh yeah, uh, sure. because that's just gonna cause sunk ships and. I say if we know where they're if we know where they're massing, then we just hit them there as soon as the last one leaves. The only reason that I was worried about that is if they were gonna like trickle into a convoy and like be stretched days apart, we'd never catch the first ones. But if they're gonna all go in and out and then hold up at the anchorage and all leave as one big group, we just hit them at the anchorage as soon as the last ship comes out. It's a good idea. And then we just run back into the city. Maybe get Ulf to come in behind them as they leave the harbor to make sure they don't go back and ask for help from anybody. I forget, were, were we getting some help for this from... Yeah, so so we will be. So let's, uh, I think we got our plan. So let's go ahead and roll dice for it. So let's start this heist. Let's light this candle. Yep. Remember, we don't want to get too deep in the fl- planning with this. So we're going to do violence to a target. Uh, so we're going to get uh, one die for sheer luck. Uh, one die for major advantage. So y'all have... The right tools for the job with the godstones. That's going to give you an extra die. You've got a good plan. Like, there's a lot of ships here that you're going to have to deal with. But at the same time, I don't think they really see it coming. Yeah. Um, Definitely not... at least an element of surprise. Yeah, they feel you, safe here. You've got that element of surprise. You are striking at someone way over your pay grade. So I will <laughs> take one die from that because... It's a a lot, there's a lot of opportunity for things to go wrong. They're a tier six and y'all are a tier two. You do have support from Ulf, so I'll give y'all an extra die for that. Can anyone think of anything else to bring to this? Right now we're at three, which I think is probably pretty solid. Unless someone has a skill or something. I mean, we have the in-game equivalent of a couple of nukes, so I feel like that should give us <laughs> at right. least Right, so I, I gave y'all a die already for having the right tools for the job. For <laughs> one, one dice, really? One dice yeah. for nukes? You wouldn't even be able to accomplish this thing without yeah. those. So. All right, uh, I'm going to roll it then. Oh, uh, what if I set up a ghost ward beforehand at the anchorage to scare the piss out of them? A what? Ghost ward. What? What is a ghost I know ward? how to wreck an area with arcane substances and methods, so it is either anathema or enticing to spirits my choice. So once they're masked there, I can set off my ghost ward, draw some spirits to the area, cause some chaos, and while they're busy freaking out about that, we can throw some leviathans into the mix. So you're wanting to do a setup action with that? Yes. Uh, so if you want to do that, you'll need to roll for it. I'm also a saboteur, so when I do wreck things, for example, with arcane substances, the work is much quieter than it should be, and the damage is hidden from casual inspection, so I should get an extra die. Uh, you know. Okay, yeah, so let's see this setup action then. So you'll need to make a wreck roll. I'm gonna wreck it. Can Uh, we fix it? So I think that because, like, what saboteur is gonna do... Is it's gonna take it from a desperate to a risky? This is because so you're. Why would this be a desperate action, Jeremy? Because you're going to be taking. So let let's think about what you're doing. You're going to this anchorage point, uh-huh. and you're gonna be laying arcane substances out 
over a wide area of the ocean. I mean, not a huge area, just around the anchorage. So we're talking about, like, dozens of transport vessels. So it's gonna be a big area, because they're not, like... I don't have to hit every single one. I could just hit four in the center and it would distract everybody trying to figure out what the hell is even going on over there. Right, so you're trying to get in and out of an area controlled by a tier six... Thing. So yeah, that's going to take it from desperate to risky. I'm giving myself a bonus dice for having Saboteur. Um, so Saboteur gave you the... Anyway, it's a critical success <laughs> even, with that bonus, even without that bonus die. So yeah, you'll get well two done. extra dice for this. Nice. Nice. Good. Alright, here was the engagement. Also a critical success. Nice. Success. Another critical success. Alright, so... It's it's, be, it's because we left Virgil behind. I'll take it. But incorrect. <laughs> I'm holding you guys yeah. back. Is that what you're trying to tell me? I'm just saying. One time you're not here, we roll a critical success on our setup right. roll. So critical success, exceptional result. You've already overcome the first obstacle, and you're in a controlled position for what's next. Okay. So since the last time we played in-game, several weeks have passed. It is... Uh, y'all had gotten with Ulf, you had started making this plan, and the first of the boats had arrived to start um, picking up the troops that had been amassing in Duskwall. Uh, tensions had been kind of high in the city because Duskwall's not exactly a military town, but, you know, like, this war had been far off in Scotland, hadn't really affected the town all that much, but now with the train being out, to uh, Scotland. Tensions had been high. There had been some some small fights between uh, Scotlanders who had emigrated to Duskwall with some of the military. None of Ulf's people. He had been pretty good at keeping them under wraps, but uh, because he desperately does not want to give away his presence there. And they've uh, succeeded doing that. Um, They have been preparing for this for a while now. Um, So the uh, after the several weeks of preparing, uh, the days finally come. Uh, The last of the ships are uh, loading up with the last of the soldiers. uh, And uh, they're going to be amassing at the anchorage point and setting sail for Scotland early the next morning. We find our crew uh, sitting in a early morning fog bank, close to uh, the anchorage point itself. Y'all have already snuck past the outer patrol boats, and you have your allies there with you. Um, Not only do we have Swampart, uh, with the Godstone in provisions crew. We also have the Foghounds loaded up with some of Ulf's best people. And we have the Hellborn Doubloon, a <laughs> pirate crew that that Ulf had been able to rope into uh, Uneasy Alliance. They are a crew of Dagger Isle privateers, that had been harrying the uh, the Akarosi Navy, the Emperor's Navy, for a while now. Uh, we've caught a brief glimpse of them before, and uh, I think at least one person here on this crew is uh, intimately aware of that ship. Yep. Uh, in fact, I think they had almost picked up the uh, 
when uh, Iskra and Virgil were off in that weird dream thing that they had. Yeah, you guys hid from them. Yeah, y'all hid from them. So they had almost boarded this ship, but y'all have been able to avoid that, and now you're in an alliance with them. We also see a familiar face to longtime Moxie listeners. Uh, John, do you want to tell us who we see over on that ship? Well, you see Sprig Bosron. Do you want to tell us who that is? <laughs> yeah, who's that? For some of our listeners, <laughs> didn't I didn't I shoot this guy once? Do you don't remember <laughs> Sprig Barson? Bosron? Uh, I'm pretty sure I shot. I like guy. how right now all like the longtime fans that we've uh, you know accumulated over the past <laughs> year or so are just they're going apeshit right now. Like fucking Sprig, yes, Sprig, fuck yes, Sprig. <laughs> No. Uh, yeah, so Sprig Bosron, uh, who uh, in one of our first missions, a uh, couple of uh, Scovlander guys, I guess, uh, were killed. And turns out that Sprig, uh, they were Sprig's cousins. So he uh, came to Duskfall from Scovlin. He has ended up falling in with the Punchthroats, uh, who were Moxie's uh, cohort. And ended up sort of being their de facto leader as the only one who knew uh, where a throat was for a while. <laughs> and or uh, what a throat was, or yeah, throat or, was. or what a throat was, any of it. Yeah, so he's uh, what I wrote down here. He's he's a pretty large dude, uh, kind of scruffy, and um, kind of was a hard laborer before he came here. Maybe he was involved in like uh, war adjacent kind of stuff from the last Scotland uh, revolution, you know, 35, 40, something like that. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I think the only people that might really, uh, the only person involved today that might really recognize him, maybe Milos might recognize him from shooting him underneath the, uh, the tower. Uh, right. But Iskra definitely recognizes him. Recognizes him because they uh, they used to work together pretty closely. I mean, closely being a relative term, but I, I mean, mean, we you, recognize you were his other. boss, one of his bosses for a while. Hey, is we, that Iskra we over there? Hey, uh, Freddie said that uh, the teeth you gave him—they're really working out. Oh, good. Does he need any gills? Uh, no, uh, no, Jason said his is, his are fine, but, you know, he, he's got that itch, so Freddy don't really want to, you know, be involved with that kind of thing. Do you want any gills? Eh, you, you know, I already got this, and I hold up, like, uh, like my hand, and I've got, I don't know, what, what did you give me? I don't remember, actually. Did I give him claws? Was it claws? No, this is new. Oh. You didn't give him anything. I'm, oh, I'm giving oh. you an opportunity to modify Sprig. Oh gosh, she's the been oppor- so patient, and now the she opportunities can't even think are endless. <laughs> I mean, so as I said, he's sort of been the de facto leader. So maybe something that would help him lead. I don't know what would make like an extra like six inches on his arm so people can see <laughs> see him when he raises his hand more. Could you give easily? him like big gorilla fists? That way, he could punch things better. That would be actually pretty good. He is a punch throat. Yeah. So, so I lift up my arm. With extra thumbs on the opposite side. <laughs> so I lift up my arm and it, there's sort of like, you know, it's like, you know, regular arm, regular arm, then like kind of all of a sudden <laughs> it's like, you know, a quarter inch, a half inch thicker all, all the way around. And I'm like, well, you know. Uh, I would have corrected the musculature. Come on. I mean, but it is like, you know. Yeah, no, it's it's way disproportionate. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, how, how are you guys doing? Oh, you know, same shit, different day, blowing up some ships. 
Yeah, well, I'm I'm coming along. So yeah, y'all made it past the outer patrols already. Uh, you were able to uh, use this fog bank, and you see your targets in sight. There is the several dozen transport ships that have gathered up. Anyone checking through the spyglass or the periscopes can see that uh, there are soldiers m- milling about, smoking cigarettes, and Gross. you know, getting ready for the upcoming battle. Well, they deserve well, to the be the long invited. journey, and then the upcoming battle. So right now, they're just uh, there's a lot of brooding, and over the past couple of weeks, things have definitely gotten warmer. Like this fog bank that you're in is actually kind of un like. Duskwall doesn't really have seasons, for real, because of the whole situation with the sun. But things are getting... Yeah, that would completely undo Axial Tilt. (laughs) Um, That makes any sense, Jeremy. But uh, uh, things have definitely gotten warmer lately, uh, and there is a bigger difference between night and day now. So, like, this uh, pea soup that you find yourself in has kind of, like, a yellow tinge to it. Does it feel unhealthy on my gills? I mean, like, it doesn't It doesn't seem like the fog is any different than normal. It's just that you can see it better now. Well, if they're going to stand there smoking cigarettes, then they deserve to get eaten by leviathans, so... Let's put on some steam and start <laughs> getting near these ships and start dumping. I mean, this is simple, right? Right? That's you what ready? Say. Okay, so we're gonna have to use uh, so, sorry to back up a second. Did yeah. was it explained why Sprig is joining them? No. Uh so Ulf actually put Sprig forward as his representative on y'all's boat. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. fun. <laughs> yeah, Ulf uh, yeah, he just knew you guys were gonna be down one and uh Yeah, so what can I uh help here with the ship? You got like some buckets to like get all the leaks out or what? I mean, she doesn't leak. Uh, I don't know. Time. I don't know your business. <laughs> she leaks nearly constantly. Okay, those are just secretions. like a regular ship, you know. Those are secretions, not leaks. There's a difference. I mean, it doesn't taste anyway, very did, good. I'll did tell you, you want that. me to roll swamp Is that what you're trying to get to, Jeremy? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so so I guess I guess Iskra should do it. But. Yeah. So we need to uh, roll swamp So I think this is the first time we've really used this cohort. Uh, so Iskra can uh, lead the roll. Uh, since she's piloting it, uh, which gives it an extra die, uh, but uh, it's gonna be your tier that you're rolling, so you'll need to roll three dice. You're in a controlled position. You'll get one bonus die. Dang! Dang! Another, really critical another critical success! Wow! Nice. Why did it give you all three dice? I... Oh, it's because it's an expert. Ah. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, so that gives it an extra dice. So, yeah, another critical success. Iskra is able to maneuver the semi-sub swamp part uh, up into position. The other two, the pirate vessel and the hellborn doubloon and the foghounds are able to get into their position as well. I gave her a really thorough tune-up before this mission. It definitely shows, so there we go. Why did that sound so dirty when you said that? Uh, <laughs> I know, like, you definitely spent, fucked this boat. I spent <laughs> some quality time going over every inch. Put in, <laughs> put in okay. new batteries. <laughs> so y'all are in position now. Uh, there is nothing stopping y'all from 
starting to chuck godstones into the water. I mean, I guess we just huck them and then book it. Yeah, I mean, we. Yes, I think we I just mean, like. What's, what's the plan? We, we basically like like t- tilt like tip the box over a little bit and then you gun it and we just dump it into the lake and we drive home. Yeah. I mean, in theory, this is very simple. Yeah. I mean, let's do that. Okay, everybody, position yourselves. So, uh, uh, maybe, so what's going to happen here? I uh, attach yourself. Like, this is all new to put, me. Put on some safety harnesses so you don't accidentally get uh, can... yeeted off the boat when I floor it. Yeah, I think Sprig should definitely be the person doing the eating. <laughs> I'll, put dog, I'll put dog in the air to see if anything is going to attack us, I guess. But Yeah, so far, like there is some sort of commotion coming from the center of the fleet where there's a bunch of people crying out. You see some ghosts and stuff there. Uh, there's some men overboard where some of the soldiers lost their shit in the uh, jump ship. <laughs> They're going to regret that uh, soon. But yeah, uh, at like... People's uh, attention seems to be drawn that way. Can I get a yeet roll if that's what y'all are doing? All right, Sprig's doing the yeeting. I think we agreed upon. So, so yeah, just you know, take this box and slowly shake it into the water as we drive in front of these ships. You know. <laughs> All right, so I open up the box um, and I, I reach in to grab mm-hmm. one to throw it into the water. So when I mean, y'all had found these before, they were each in their own like uh, little cloth bags uh, we would have undone all of that in preparation for this we know what we're doing okay so uh sprig you open up oh, the box no. and oh, there's shit. one big rock in there son of a bitch uh, i take it back we did yeah I was just like, why, why would you say that but the because last time we, i didn't last remember time we used this we just dumped it with we dumped one into the water with it was in the it was, jeremy go to hell it was I, in the I mean, I've said that before, like, like Virgil had two of them, and he put them together, and they turned into one. Okay, I right. forgot about that, though. So. And also, like, touching the rocks is generally not good, because yeah. your soul starts coming out. Which is why I told Sprig what to do, and so Sprig doesn't do it, I'm going to shoot him again. But hang on, so <laughs> when we threw this in the water last time, we didn't uh-huh. undo Correct, the... you did not undo the cloth bag, and it's yeah, so so weird. Yeah, the clo- we don't care about the cloth bag, okay. so they, we just, just do, just tell Sprig to... Like, I'm doing it. I, I already you. said I grabbed one. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna shoot Sprig. <laughs> I'm doing like, it! Again. Sprig! He's not following instructions. This is very What's simple. What the, the fuck am I supposed following. to be doing? <laughs> Pick up the barrel. Shake it over the side slowly. We want all of these in the water pretty quickly. I don't know. I roll a dice. Is that what I was supposed to do? <laughs> I said I did it. Uh, so, let's pull up Sprig. Oh my god. Here. Okay, so uh, I forgot how terrible that face was. <laughs> it's, what do you mean? It's it's not repugnant. Wasn't, wasn't that like a, Look, a your composite background is laborer? Image. You should know how to follow very simple instructions. Okay. I'm, I did it. I don't know what you're, why are you complaining at me. I did it. I said I reached in. I grabbed one. Jeremy oh said, "Are what <laughs> are they in bags or not? Is not that is not what you were instructed to do." Don't grab them one so, at a time. Pick up the whole barrel and shake them all in. This thing's heavy. Dump well, them. I guess I'm strong. Shit. Okay, strong. I pick You've up the box. You've got gorilla hands. Okay. I, I do. <laughs> I got one gorilla hands, to be clear. Okay, all right, so I'll, what? to me, picking up the barrel and shaking it in there and making sure that things are going well and the way you want it to, that sounds like a wreck roll to me. Yeah, I got none of that. Yeah, don't you kill the him wreck it, Jesus. So, so what what sort of roll do you think that would be then? I kind of feel like it should be. Uh, 
I mean, Vanessa, you're shaking things trying to get it. I mean, I got none know. of that. Sprig is This is going to cause physical strain, so it should just be a prowess save. I don't think because he doesn't need to roll to pick up a barrel. It's just so, how much does it strain him to do it. That makes sense. Right, but there are things that could go very badly if he doesn't do a good job doing this. <laughs> because imagine, for instance, if he dropped the barrel into the water all at once. Why would that, why be, would bad? that be bad? Yeah, that's what we're planning <laughs> on doing, And like, just kick the why, lid up, you know, talk I mean, again. Like, like I feel like we don't I, need to, if y'all want to, that to, to pick happen, something then, Yeah, up. that's a prowess roll. That would just be a an an upswelling boil of leviathans, all of them, okay. all at once, which isn't not what we want. I think we like, should we would have to run so So Sprig takes three stress then as he yeets this barrel into the water <laughs> all, at the same, all at once. Point of order. I've got two ticks in pro- in a prowess characteristic. So why did I only roll one die? Because you only have it, one die. Yeah, it, it's not the number of ticks that you have. It's the number of skills that you have at least one tick. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so I take three stress because I roll a three. All right. Okay. So yeah, that goes off there. So Sprig picks up the barrel and he starts shaking it over the side of the boat. And, uh, you know, one by one, these rocks are falling out. I'm assuming that we're sort of gunning the engine and sort of making a Yeah, we're moving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're trying to make a trail. Yeah. So let's get another roll from Swampart then to see how well you're able to maneuver it to continue... You know, encircling the, uh... Do I still have a bonus dice? Uh, if not, I can try to give you one with my pet. I'll send my pet up and make sure that the path is clear and a call out. So Milos is assisting you. Yes. So Milos, go ahead and give yourself the stress, and you can get that extra die. Okay. Uh, well, four, okay. three, five one, and a five. Good. It's not terrible. Five. All right. Uh, so yeah, uh, you continue the path that you're doing. The water is boiling behind you. I think that your distraction's still going on, so I don't think the fleet's noticed you. I am going to tick a clock, though. That is just the, uh, it's gonna be a four clock, because I think that's what I did before. We're gonna put two ticks on here. One for the action, and one for the mixed success. This is gonna be representing Leviathan Countdown. I assume everyone's at a heavy load, right? Yes. Yeah. I think that's safe to assume. Uh, and I'm gonna go ahead and roll some dice here. So are you gonna tell us what they're for? Of course not. I thought you were gonna say you can tell us what they are. And I was gonna be like, you're like small polyhedral things, <laughs> with different numbers on each side. I would bite him if he did that. So as you're doing this, you see the fog that was concealing the foghounds and the Hellborn doubloon both lift. They had. Uh, split off from y'all to go and start seeding the godstones elsewhere. And uh, it sounds like the alarm is being raised near where they are at. Well, I mean, if the Falcons get all fucked up, like, oh no, this, that's <laughs> terrible. And like, I'm not personally Gully, how much do you care about these pirate friends of yours? I'm not overly attached to Ulf either. Like, he's fine, but... I mean, I'm attached to Ulf, but not the Fuckhounds. What What is Goldie doing while all of this is going on? Uh, we just dumped some Leviathan eggs in the water, right? I mean, I right. did it. You watched me. He's supervising. I mean, I'm making sure that nothing is going crazy. Like, we decided you're chucking the whole barrel, right? You're just, like, kicking the barrel over the edge. Like, I guess I'll make sure that no eggs, like, you know, fell out. I'm just double, yeah, I'm helping. That's really what it, mechanically it is. As soon as we do that, like, let's, let's get as low in the water as we can and, and steam... 
at like you know it's like Prometheus rules, like steam at a ninety degree angle away from the formation and then circle back around to the city. Yep. Yep. All right. So y'all dumped the first barrel. Y'all still have one more that was planned to. Oh, if we have more, then we drop drop more. Yeah. 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 All right. Do I need to? You want someone who who maybe someone who can like wreck do do this instead of fucking sprig. I'm operating the boat. Like if somebody wants to change places with me, then okay. Gully can do it. Yeah. Yeah, Gully's right there though. Gully can you? The boat is the most important part of this operation. Do not. Do, <laughs> but no, I think the we, godson's we the have most to, important part of the operation. No, I don't. We have to get the fuck out of here. Being able uh, to leave is the most important part of this operation. Okay, so do we decide that it was just a prowess uh, check? We, it was originally wrecked, so you can actually you can actually wreck things. Okay, well I do have a little bit of skills each, so. I mean, you could like uh, aim them so that they're moving towards the ships. If you're wrecking, maybe do a better job. Well, I'm going to finesse. You know, I'm not going to... I see Sprague just lift this thing up, Donkey Kong style, chunk it over. (laughs) I can actually make sure the lid, you know, is aimed away from the ship as I tip it very gingerly into the water. It doesn't take much, just let gravity do the hard work. So, Oh, oh, where'd you learn how to dump a barrel so good? (laughs) We're in the control position. I know you've never read a book, Sprague, but come on. I'm my first barrel tipping. You know uh, what? And so, I will... Spring, do you want to assist him? Give him an extra die? Sure. Yeah, so that's one stress for that. So you'll get a bonus die from Sprig. Yeah, I'll spot you, bro. And can I also push myself? You can uh, also push yourself, yes. You want so to have two stress. Just to be double sure, it sounds like we've got everything else covered. So this is, you know, this is the major thing here. So... Imagine a critical that. success. Damn. A, a six there you go. Because five you six. pushed yourself, you got that critical success. This is definitely Jeremy's. Jeremy's like saddest uh, run. He had probably all these cool things I planned, guess. and we're just like in double six in our way to it. <laughs> I guess we succeed. <laughs> the most critical yeah. mission that happens. Uh, okay. Yeah. So y'all are able to get the next barrel in perfectly fine and start your way back home, unless. You want to go and assist your comrades, but it sounds like no, right? Just to confirm, it's the fog hounds and a bunch of pirates, right? Correct. Fuck those people. Okay. We don't owe them anything. They're doing their job. We're doing ours. It is exactly. We did our job. We're getting out of there. Well, the job wasn't go help them. I mean, is Ulf potentially in danger? Uh, We don't know. Ulf would not have put himself on one of these boats. But we just dropped, like, how many leviathans in the water? We're all oh, in danger. Sh- yeah, <laughs> we need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's going to be real bad. So, let's, so we do need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no. We, yeah, we so there, there is out. a huge, like, maelstrom of bubbles in a trail, like, a, like, 5,000-yard trail behind you guys now with yeah. as far as y'all gone dumping these, uh... Uh, these godstones. So yeah, y'all. Uh, we need to get out of here. Yeah, I'm gonna roll to see how the others fare. Oof. Okay. All right. The foghounds dump their last load as well and start pulling away. But the hellborn the bloom starts coming under some sort of magical attack from the uh, ship closest to where they're at. Oh no! It's so Anyways. terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So sad. Sucks for them. Bye. Yep. Them's the breaks. Them's Who's on the Hellborn Dublin? A bunch of pirates. A bunch of Gully's old friends who he left. 
left for You should have spent a lot more time building them up, and then maybe we'd care, you know? Well, I mean, I gave y'all opportunity to... You did, and, my, <laughs> and y'all didn't. My reaction to that was, I don't want to know them. <laughs> so this is actually a perfect development for what I wanted to go with the character. All right, so do y'all want to stick around to watch your work or just no. go back home? No, we get are going. Get out of there. Okay. Get out of here. And then Sprig pulls off his Mission Impossible mask and he what? No. <laughs> it was Virgil all along. No, not Virgil. Yeah, y'all haven't seen Virgil for like a week or so. All right, so yeah, congratulations, y'all. Y'all, the destroyed a fleet very quietly <laughs> i think only the people who need to know know i mean um, well, everyone else you can't dead. You, you can't not describe this for our audience jeremy what actually happens that was the best <laughs> heist we've ever done and yeah. no one will that ever definitely was our, be- our best heist yeah that's crazy how many critical successes y'all had but yeah what y'all, y'all did not have y'all had one big success and that was it Hello, it's John. I hope you've been enjoying the show. Thank you so much for listening to Moxie, which is from members of K-Cell. That's a little bit weird. So we've had two seasons. So the first um, was members of K-Cell with Delta Green. And then in this uh, series, we've been playing Blades in the Dark. Uh, so again, thank you, Blades in the Dark, for the awesome game. Um, so we've got some exciting news. We now have a Patreon set up, so you'll find us at patreon.com slash members of KCell, the letter K. And you can also find a link to that on our SoundCloud page. Um, as always, if uh, you'd like to see some of the things that Tabitha creates, uh, you can find her on Etsy at Quiet Nova Studios. Jeremy has some of his other writing not related to members of KCell, available on Amazon. He's got some short stories and novels. And uh, again, thank you so much for listening. If you want to give us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts, on SoundCloud, subscribe to us on both places, uh, and join our Patreon. Again, that's members of KCell on Patreon. We'd love that. That'd be awesome. Okay, so thanks again so much, and back to the show. Okay, so we've got these dozens and dozens of transport ships that gathered up, filled with tens of thousands of soldiers. Some of them are screaming in terror at the ghosts in the middle. (laughs) And then they see, some of them see these, what looks like a commandeered uh, imperial patrol boat, as well as a Dagger Isles wooden, like, caravel pirate ship. Like, they're focusing on that. And then all of a sudden, the water gets incredibly choppy as hundreds if not thousands of leviathans are all birthed simultaneously in the water around the ship go my babies be free uh i'm gonna make another roll six okay so the foghounds are able to get away and they're gonna need to make one more roll okay i make success so the uh uh, the foghounds are able to bob and weave from the magical fire that they're coming under. The uh, emperor, uh, he was not going to leave his uh, navy undefended, and they're used to seeing leviathans here in the waters. So the ships are crewed with some magical deterrence. There are a couple of mages on each boat 
a, a crew of about three or four mages that are well-versed in arts to the ter leviathans and turn them away. Those people were, you know, firing at both the Hellborn Bloom and at the Foghounds. They, by the way, they n- renamed their new ship the Foghound 2. Of course they did. Um, the Foghound 2 uh, electroplasmic boogaloo. How's that sound? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Anyway, it's gonna, uh, it's so be breaking pretty soon. I feel like it's Foghound Two: The Foghound's Revenge. The Foghound's Revenge doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Keep pounding. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, like they're both. Uh, so the Foghounds are able to bob and weave under the fire. They're a lot smaller of a vessel and a lot more agile. So they're able to get away scot-free um, as the uh, leviathans behind them also erupt out of the water. The Hellborn to Bloom, not quite so lucky. Their ship comes under heavy fire from the ships nearby. They are able to get away as the mages have to turn their, their sights on a much bigger threat from the uh, leviathans themselves. All of the insurgents... All of you guys making this attack are able to get away, some in pretty good condition, although the Hellborn to Bloom is suffering some casualties and some damage. The Empire's Navy, however, does not stand a chance against this. I'll make a roll for them. They're a seven, a a tier six. I'm going to give them minus six dice for the Leviathans. So we're going to make one die to see how well does they fare this attack. Or, I'm sorry, it's two dice, and they take the worst, Yeah. which is a three. An absolute failure. They were in a desperate position, <laughs> so it is the worst outcome. This transport fleet is sunk. <laughs> I feel like we, like, smash cut to the beach south of Barrowcleft, and, like, as, like, the, you know, as the fog burns away, like, like two or three lifeboats with, like, two or three guys each, like roll ashore and that's just it yeah like and they they have haunted looks in their eyes um, and is milo's just sniping them from the hillside <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i'm not a, I'm not a monster are, are we not <laughs> this, this I, I just use monsters i mean y'all uh we just erased the Navy. <laughs> like, y- y'all just killed more people than probably live in Duskwall. <laughs> yeah, well, look, they, look, I'm sorry. Uh, they were soldiers. They're not people. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just just imagine if you're some young kid. You just got conscripted at this new operation. You're ready to serve your empire. You're looking forward to this. You're feeling a little uneasy as your boat pulls out to dock. And you were just consumed by, like, I'm sorry. Join an unjust war and die an unjust death. Before you, before you even get, before you even get, these people volunteers or were they conscripted? I guess we'll never know. Y'all didn't buy that. Were there any contractors on these boats? (laughs) I like how that wasn't a uh, that that wasn't a priority to know until you killed almost all of them. I mean, to be fair, it still isn't a priority. We're just kind of (laughs) curious. Yeah. Uh, so I, I want to get a brief moment from each of your characters on their reaction to this. Let's start with Iskra. Iskra is exultant. That was beautiful. <laughs> it was the best heist we've ever done. And now look at all the little babies. What look are their at names? them frolic and cavort. I haven't named not... them. They name themselves. <laughs> 
By the way, for like a week after this, there are like almost near constant leviathans like trying to get into the harbor through <laughs> the gate uh through the electroplasmic fence so like like people are like watching them as like these leviathans like come up and like like slam like slam the against this fence that you know is keeping them out since they're supernatural en- entities that i'm sure this isn't draining on the uh, electroplasm reserves that duskwall has yeah they're gonna have all. to start having like rolling blackouts to conserve um, fuel like uh, texas and for like this is gonna have like the, I, look, the ocean look, hang on, has hang on, not hang on. had this many I'm leviathans sorry. in them for years and y'all like, have the main the main product of dustfall is like hunting leviathans and we just it's, this no. is like going this is like going to Stellwagen Bank and dumping in like twenty five trillion huge cod. Like it, this is revitalizing the economy <laughs> like, of, it, of of Dustwall. Like this is great. Like this, this is great news for the future because yes, like the Leviathans have been dying out because Electroplasm for it's, everyone. It's, it's like, going to be bad at first, and some of you will die, but that is a risk we are willing to take. Yeah. We're going to get electroplasmic <laughs> powered cars. And like these little, we're gonna get these little portable handheld electroplasmic devices we can talk to each other on. This is gonna be great. And yeah, you know, like I'm just once, saying. Once we get on the other side of this, yep, it's gonna I'm, be great. I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> while we have the idea of rolling blackouts pinned, let's just put a pin on that and come into that because I feel like um, parts of the city, <laughs> parts of the yeah. city that are unprotected at some point may be useful in the near future. There we yeah. go. And um, I feel like this is gonna be an important event in the history of Duskfall. Oh, and we got a good sure. idea for the name of it. The Leviathan, the Leviathan clusterfuck. What was that? The Leviathaninning. The Leviathaninning. <laughs> but the you thing. didn't really thin out the Leviathan. She... The hatching. No, like Leviathaninning. Okay. That's the official name of it, but everybody thinks it's stupid, so everybody calls it the Great Clusterfuck. It's <laughs> alright. I'm called the Calamity or some shit. So, Jeremy, the, we're, we're doing a pandemic. scene with uh, Isker, I think. Uh, yeah, so Iskra is very happy that this happened. Uh, how does uh, Milos feel about? It? I think we already know how Milos feels about this. <laughs> look, look, all of those men were go- were an invading force of bad soldiers attacking his homeland. He's like, I mean, no one knows it except for maybe Ulf, but he basically is like probably the most important Scovlander alive right now. Like in terms of like k- like kill death ratio, so <laughs> he's pretty fucking psyched. Right. You don't see Milos Bowden smile very often, but he has a ear to ear smile and will be going to see Ulf, you know, post haste to celebrate. Oh yeah. There is definitely some celebrations going on in the docks, that's for sure. Uh what about Goli? Uh well as we pull away, I'm you know, resigned myself to this to this happening. I'm not paying attention. I'm I'm zoning out, so I don't have to think about it. And uh yeah, as we kind of get back into our home base and let these sort of events fold out over the coming a uh, few days. I mean, mostly just uh, getting, maybe hanging around some of the bars, gathering rumors, seeing what other people are saying about it, seeing if if they pinned the foghounds who did this terrible thing <laughs> and uh, not got standing <laughs> positions. Just making sure that tongues are wagging in the right direction, if at all. Yeah. And what about uh, uh, Sprig? How's Sprig feeling about this thing? So Sprig's, you know, happy that this happened you know his uh his you know family still lives back in um in uh Scovland. so he had been sort of worried when he had first heard about you know this force that he was gonna have to try and get them out but now he feels like you know he can rest easy for a while that 
you know, there's not going to be, be a big wave of forces coming through that could, you know, endanger, you know, his parents. Uh, so let's go ahead. I mean, it's early enough. Let's go ahead and uh, do the payoff and downtime and all of that. Oh, yeah. No reason not to. I know. I know. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Like, like. <laughs> Over the day, like, realizing that we were, after I realized that we were going to go, like, the next, like, three, four weeks without having a session, I was like, do I really want to have this big battle right now and risk ending on a cliffhanger? Because it seems like things go wrong so often. (laughs) You know, like, John's got this hard cutoff time. I mean, ultimately, like, the mission itself was pulled off with a, as a blazing success, but there's still a lot of narrative impact. Yeah, releasing Leviathan. That's that's a lot of plot hooks, the media <laughs> yep. plot hooks that have now fed this. So payoff. So y'all have been promised thirty coin for this mission. It went. I, we need to know if we have to pay any of that to rep up or not. So you get rep and coin. So your rep is going to be two rep plus one per tier higher. So they are four tiers higher than y'all. So you're going to oh. get six rep total. Okay, all right, that's not enough here. Yeah, all right, so you're going to get 30 coin total for this mission. <laughs> so we we can't store any more in the in the vaults of our cells. I'll put 30 into the thing and we'll keep track of it as we start spending it. Because we'll probably have to pay somebody off. Uh, heat generated? <laughs> I mean, we didn't generate a lot, but killing was certainly involved. Right, so I'm going to say... Unless you, think, unless you think the Emperor would try to keep the death of his entire fleet like a secret. I don't think he could. Uh, how? Yeah, how could you? Yeah, no, I mean, I, survivors are washing up on shore. I'm imagining body yeah. parts and There's a difference between... Or, he, could, he could be saying this was a horrible, you know, natural accident. Or he could be saying someone did this, you know, round up everybody in the town. That would be way more heat than, like, Leviathans came back. And attacked us. That's awful. That wouldn't get the blue coats up our ass. So I guess you got to decide if he, if it should try to save face, if he would make this like a natural disaster, which I think which would be less heat than if it's like this was an act of war, like you know, burn the city to the ground, finding these scoundrels. Don't forget that the uh, blue coats were funding Ulf. Yeah, some of them. I mean, like there's definitely factions within the blue coats. Lady Penderlin is the head of the blue coats. Yeah. So I'm just saying th- th- those are two outcomes, and I think they would have different heat. Uh, so you know, I mean, values. like this, this is definitely, definitely being put as a disaster. I think that I think that it's gonna be phrased publicly as you know, like a terrible tragedy, not necessarily as an attack, but privately they're trying to figure out who did this and how. So I. I guess another factor there is like what information could possibly leak out. You could say that it was known that the Foghounds and um, the Dubloon were there, but all the survivors were killed. (laughs) Pretty much every possible survivor died. So So I guess the does anybody who knows any Foghound information? So the thing is, is that like your allies know that you were involved. Yeah, I mean, so in in that case, I, I I would say max do the figure out what the heat is and then basically cut it in half because the government is actively trying to not you know because the blue coats go door door and round up every criminal people are going to be like that's not like that doesn't drive so so really so really it should be like six seven eight nine ten or nine it should be nine and you should cut it in half and make it four or five yeah so yeah we'll go with five heat for that because you're right uh because it would be wild devastating exposure it is a high-profile f- target. And then killing. <laughs> it is killing. killing. So, yeah, that's nine. So let's just go with five. 
Yeah, I mean that's still a lot of heat. Like it's yeah, it's a, it's a lot of heat. I mean, we did a lot of a lot of killing. Okay, I will ask because I have to. Does anyone want to go to prison? Send Spring to prison. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, is, well, is 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 uh, Virgil coming back next? Actually, in which case Spring can go to prison. <laughs> I don't think Virgil's going to be able to come back next session, right, Jeremy? Uh, I mean, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I guess I guess no one is going to prison. Why isn't Virgil going to prison? That's true. Virgil's Virgil. not around well, right now, so uh, he's always he can always be around. We depend on him. He goes to prison. Y'all haven't All seen right. Virgil for like a week. He still hasn't shown. Because, yeah, because he's in prison. Every <laughs> time they gotta say that. <laughs> I'm dropping heat by one because of uh, just passing through. So I'm taking care of that. So does that happen in downtime, or does that happen? Sorry, uh, so I'll wait till downtime. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's roll entanglements first. Uh, so y'all don't have a one in level. So let's roll two dice, and we'll take the lowest. Oh man, should we take a two or a two? Uh, I guess we'll take the two, so games... No, 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 you know what, you know what, I'll take the two. Trouble or questioning. Let's do questioning, because we haven't had that one in a bit. Uh, Bluecoats grab an NPC member of your crew or one of the crew's contacts to question them about your crimes. Who do the Bluecoats think is most vulnerable? Uh, make a fortune roll to see how much they talk, I mean, or definitely pay the blue off, coats off with yeah. two coins. Yeah, we'll just pay them off. Yeah. So who do they grab, though? I think they might grab... Um... Sarah? Uh, no, Casta, because he's tracking the sewer beast. Okay. So he's already involved with, like, Leviathan, Leviathan hunting and stuff. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. And then y'all pay. So now we're into downtime activities. Alright, so I'm dropping heat by one real quick. That's trespassing through taken care of. I'm adding one rep for leverage. Uh, that's good. And Renegade doesn't matter. Okay, cool. We're good there. Uh, let's start with goalie for downtime activities. So everyone has seven. Everyone gets a seven, seven coin out of the split. Sprig's never had this much money before. <laughs> and I am full up. I need to spend some of this. <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> Definitely need to. Yeah, I'm going to spend a bunch on training, I think. So, Goalie, what you, uh, what you doing with your downtime? I already said that um, I was kind of hitting the bars, making sure the right things were being said and, you know, to the right people. We certainly want our rep to increase. We want people who need to know know. But the people that are more prone to wagging their tongues need to know that the Foghounds did it, or somebody else did it. Certainly not us. So I'm mechanically reducing heat. All right. That was... Uh, that sounds like a, cons- a consort role. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of consorting for someone who's not very well trained in that. Well, train up in it. Man. You should train up in it then. You know? I should do that. I mean, if you want to spend have all this money. coin, you can train beforehand. Yeah, you know what? Let's we'll, see, we'll it, that. and it, that's a resolve. Do y'all have resolve training? Uh, yeah, we have resolve and prowess training. If you spent both your down at time activities doing resolve training, you'd be able to get in their pip and consort or sway, whatever you want, and then you could spend a coin to reduce heat. That gives me, you said two pips since we've got it marked. Yep, pips. for one activity, we'll give you two things, two checks and resolve. Well... It does say on the train list you can only train a given XP track once per downtime. Oh. Unless okay. that is a crew upgrade. Um, no, it's not, so. Okay, so I'll definitely at least do that to get started and take that next time. This training yeah. needs to happen. Now that we got money to do it, I can do it. Okay, so first downtime activity is to train. The next one will be to make this roll. 
So Three roll your two. one die. Two, so you're going to reduce one to heat with that. I got it. All right. And so with the extra money, you said it's one, one coin per extraction. Is that right? That's right. Yep. All right. So we'll go ahead and spend... Can I do it again? Can I uh, reduce uh, more heat? Yeah, you can reduce heat more if you want. Okay. All right, so that's going to be two more heat reduced with that five you rolled. Okay. You got that, Kevin? Uh, two more? Yep, sorry. Okay. Making sure I didn't double mark it. Yep, that's good. All right, so with one more... You know what? I got a lot of stress. Let's release some stress. I'm going to go... Yeah, so I'll go down to Maris then and uh, release some stress. That is... I rolled so, a yeah. three. So... Take off three stress. That's going to leave you with three left. Okay. I don't know if I want to risk it by rolling another one. Let's see. We've only had overindulging happen once. It can be bad or it can be not too bad. Right. So you uh, so you yeah, either attract I... trouble, which gives you an extra entanglement. You uh, brag about your exploits and get extra heat. Your character vanishes for a few weeks, play a different character until this one returns from their bender, or they're tapped, your current purveyor cuts you off, find a new source for your vice, which makes it so you can't use it again right. for a while. Well, I've taken a lot of coin, and I don't really care to relieve stress. Uh, I'm not hurt at all. I kind of want to spend this, so if we want to, I'm going to keep spending things. So if you guys want to continue, the next person will look over. That would be cool with me. All right, uh, let's go to Virgil then. Or, I'm sorry, not Virgil, uh, Sprig. Yeah, so Sprig, uh, he's got four stress, but I don't think that's going to be... I think he's okay with that, because it's a good chance he'd overindulge. But he could use some training, so I think he'll take two downtime to train in Prowess, and then spend uh, four coin to fill up the Prowess track. Uh, you can only train a track one time during downtime. Oh, okay. So I guess he'll just do prowess training. Now, uh, can, does he get to use any advantages? Like for, um, from the Godstone and Provisions? Yeah, so have... yeah. We'll yeah, we have for, prowess and resolve training. For this, okay, so I get yeah. two ticks for that. For, for one action, yeah. And then I can train and resolve as my other downtime then, right? Yes. Okay, um, so I did that. And I guess I'll spend a coin to train an insight. Just cause, and then what are do we still have heat? Yeah, we do. So I'll uh, Sprig'll help with uh, reducing heat. Okay, so how's he gonna go about doing that? Sprig's gonna go to his uh, I don't know favorite Scovlander bar and um, talk about how he saw um, really big birds, and he thinks that you know they might be responsible for the for for the wreckage and the. The destruction. <laughs> that does sound like something Sprig might say. Yeah. So he's just spreading disinformation. Yeah, spreading disinformation. Yeah. All right. And I mean, that I'm very sounds like a consort. Com- command. A command. <laughs> yeah. I'm. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> he's he's telling people to believe this and yeah to intimidating and threatening. Yeah. Okay. No, it, so yeah, it's uh, it's not about what you say; it's how you say it. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you never. They're like, oh, I heard that. I heard that. You know, one of the gangs in town was involved. No, no. I, it was birds. It was birds. I saw I some birds. Bags. They they had uh, these bags they were carrying. It was weird, real weird. That's what I saw. That's what you saw. That's what you tell the next guy. <laughs> 
roll that command. Uh, a six, they believe you. So that's three heat, and y'all only had two left, so. Nice. Okay, so I think I will hold on to the four coin, and or I'll hold on to three coin and stash two of them. And that's going to be it for me. All right, let's go to Milos. All right, for my two regular downtime, first I'm going to help cast Attract the Sewer Beast using my uh, Prowl. Or a hunt, rather, sorry. Double six as well. I mean, it's it only needed one to fill in, but that's definitely filled in, like to hell. All right. Uh, I don't remember what, uh, I don't remember the, the benefit there, but. Uh... Uh, so the benefit there was to find where the Leviathan that's under the. Uh, yeah, true. Under the city was nesting at. Any extra, like, rollover with that double, with a crit success that, we, that helps us if we try to go deal with it? Uh, yeah, can you mark that down on your sheet? And yeah. I'll spend some time thinking about that and figure out what we can. You could do. I mean, maybe even just the plus one to the engage engagement roll if we go down there and deal with it. Yeah. So that's one. Uh, I'm also going to roll for Briscoe's sick coin. Damn. Damn. So we'll we'll have to distribute those in some manner. <laughs> Everyone get an extra coin. Well, no, because your belts are full, still full. So. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to train. I might as well train an insight once, prowess once, resolve once. That's, I got two coins left if I want to spend them. Um, training personally seems really foolish. Um, and I don't know. I'll just stash the other two coins. Uh, good there. We basically have uh, everybody take one extra coin out of the six. Just tossing your stash probably. And then we got two if people really need two extra downtime activities. We can try to spend them on those. Nobody needs healing or anything? Everybody's fully healed? Yeah, I mean, y'all were pretty well healed up from last yeah, time, right. so... And nothing happened to us this time. It was beautiful. <laughs> Amazingly. Yeah. Incredible. The most dangerous situation y'all have been in. You know what? Those two extra coin, only four... When I go I go make the sale, because I go down to Briscoe's, um, and I, you know, see old... And, and, you know, make, 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 make another sale. And they give me, I get the six coin, and two of those coin immediately go back into like drinks for the for the people there, and, and, and you know a couple rounds. So only four coin even comes back. And I just tell you guys, we only made four coin. So everybody gets a coin. <laughs> oh, by the way, you're uh, gonna be at a plus three with Ulf. By the way, y'all are definitely in his good graces. Oh yeah. Um. All right, so is that everything for Milos, or did you have anything Milos else? is good, yep. All right, let's go to Iskra. Okay, so for my... I need to indulge my vice because I have a trauma, but I can't indulge my vice because I have no stress. So... So if you don't indulge... So if you don't indulge your vice, you get one stress. Okay, but if I overindulge, what happens? Uh, either there will be another entanglement. We roll for another entanglement. We'll add plus two heat. Uh, Your character will disappear for I'll a couple of weeks. Take the yeah, just just take the stress. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not worth overindulging. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, overindulging is something that you don't necessarily want to do. Uh, and then for my second downtime, just regular activity, I'm going to uh, work on my pharyngeal jaw a little bit. Wait, what was your first activity? Not. Oh, not indulging in my... Yeah, no, so that's not, that's not an activity. <laughs> that's a non-activity. Um, so I guess for my first one, I'm going to be working on my pharyngeal jaw. And for my... Nobody needs any healing. Um, nobody needs so, any wrecking. So go ahead and roll for that jaw. Uh, roll that jaw. So six and a five. Uh, don't forget you get an extra oh. die because of your workshop. 
Uh, I also get two ticks to distribute among any long-term project clocks, because I'm an analyst. <laughs> and you didn't use that last time and either, did you? Alright, so, uh, <laughs> so, congratulations. You're the proud mother of a new pharyngeal jaw. That's awesome. <laughs> Do you want to tell... So, does anyone even know that you have this? Because you wear a mask all the time. I mean, I mean, okay, so probably when we're all, like, hanging out in our lair or whatever. On the barge. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, on the barge. I emerge from the water, and I'm like, guys, guess what I did? And they're like, oh god, we don't want to know. And then I open my mouth wide, and out comes this second jaw that, like, snaps at them a couple of times. Alright, so everyone else take one stress. <laughs> You've got another mouth in your mouth? Yeah. Uh, more like an she, eel? So she can chew while she chews. Are you serious about this stress, man? I'm not serious <laughs> about that. At this point, we're kind of used to weird shit with this guy. <laughs> if anything, that reduces our stress. So like, ah, everything's normal. You, you realize what I've been working on in the lab, and it's just more body modifications on myself. You don't need to be afraid. We should develop, next time we sit down, we should develop some pretty interesting long-term clocks, because HR gets those free. Yeah. And we'll do some stuff to do in downtime. Let's find some cool, like, shit to do. Yeah. Right. I mean, we yeah. got some time to think about it, that's for sure. So everyone's done with their downtime activities, right? Uh, for the moment. Tabitha, didn't you have a free one you could give I, the people? Yes. I... Uh, who hasn't trained in all their trainings yet? I did want to do a long-term project if, when, we would decide to do that. Do you know what it is? Because it's free to yeah. start one. Like, you don't have to spend a downtime activity to start one. It's only to make progress towards it. Okay. Well, I want to take this moment of chaos in the city and start making some uh, contacts among the burglary-minded folk. Uh, thieving and that kind of stuff because we're going to take advantage of this uh, this chaos. At least I am. So I want to start making some contacts. Right. Can Sprague have a clock for hunting down his cousin's killers? Yep. How long should that clock be? So that was over a year ago now. So yeah. I think that probably needs to be a 10 clock just because of how cold the uh, how cold okay. that case is. Yeah, I mean, because the answer is Iskra, I'm pretty sure. So... <laughs> That sounds about right. Goalies, that would probably be a six clock to okay. make some new contacts. That it is free to start it, and I want to go ahead and spend a downtime them to start filling her up. Uh, and you just roll one of your actions. Okay. What, what about right. Iskra's thing? So, yeah, Iskra gets to give someone a free, yep. down, uh, free action. So Toby gets it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to do something other than consort. Partially because that's not great at it, and also because I want to do something different. Maybe let's go ahead and this first one, let's prowl around to, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to find some information. I want, to, I want to maybe keep my ear to the ground, find some people. It sounds like it'd be more of a study role, honestly. All right, well, let's uh, take the survey this Take a survey. It's a whole other skill. Let's roll study. You take a survey of some of the major players and see what I got. <laughs> one. A one. So a one is one tick on the clock. Okay. It's better than nothing. Yeah. Is yeah. I mean, the thing about downtime fail. activities is it's just how much progress you make. It's not. It's not like in a heist where rolling a one is not great. <laughs> I think I'm gonna. That was that was Iskra's free action. That was Iskra's free action. Yep. Correct. Well, let's spend a coin then to 
Do a different one. Let's just try the same thing again. This time, oh another God. one. Okay. So okay. Well. One more. One more tick on that clock. I think I want to hold off for now, and next downtime, I can train my resolve up, and consort would be easier for me. All right. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do XP, and then I've got something I want to finish with. Uh, let's start with Sprague. All right, every time I roll a desperate action, none. Dress a challenge with violence or coercion. I don't, I, I would say yes, you know. There um, was a challenge, and yeah. there was a lot of violence, so get two ticks for that. <laughs> two ticks, all right. Express my beliefs, drives heritage, or background several times. I mentioned yeah. who I was and what I was doing, so that's two for that. Yeah. Uh, struggle with issues, vice, or trauma. Sprague's uh, a spring chicken. He's a baby. He ain't got yeah. none. So, four total. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to the Milos. Notice Productions. Challenge of the Tracking of Violence. Take a two for that. Yeah. Beliefs, Drought's Heritage Background. Take a two for that. Yeah. Uh, didn't struggle with advice or trauma. All right. Uh, Iskra. <sighs> All right. Uh, I don't think I actually rolled any desperate actions. Nope. Uh, technical skill or mayhem? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Extremely. I'm taking two pips for that. Yeah. Come on. Uh, Belief drives heritage or background. Yes. Yeah. Two pips. Uh huh. And I didn't struggle. I mean, you got a stress from your vice. Uh, so. Eh, just, okay. I'll take it. And goalie. Uh, you addressed a challenge with stealth or evasion. I would say the whole thing we did was stealthy. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, you expressed your belief drives heritage or background. Yep. I've been on boats before, and we were on a boat the whole time, <laughs> doing boat things. So, uh, okay. yup. Struggle with the shoes from your vice or traumas. Nope. Two points. Um, wait, did you not get any for stealth or evasion? Wait, what? I'm sorry. No, he did. I did get one. Okay, so get two for that because y'all hid from the uh, uh, the ship so well. Okay, that works for me. Did a lot and very well. And the Godstones. I mean, I argue that we smuggled, successfully smuggled the Godstones yep. into the water. I would argue for that as well. <laughs> um, I'm digging, it's like two for challenges above our station because yep. they were crazy high. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Our rep for sure. Most definitely. That. So that advances the crew. Nice. So everyone gets tier plus two. So four stash. To have to spend some money. <laughs> I'm going to. I just, I don't want We'll, we'll deal with our advancements in a second. We'll draw a crew, so we need to wrap, and then access the goals drives in our conflict. Yep. Let's just make a note. So you want to, you want to, do you want to try to discuss what we're going to take for an upgrade, or do you want to just add it, do that next time? Um, uh, if something jumps off, like, I feel like looking at what's, well, but you can also do the upgrades and stuff. All right, so I will make a note, and we will do that like that. Then do your final thing, Jeremy. Goalie and Milos, as y'all are, um, celebrating your victory uh over uh uh over the navy you're like leaning against the crew uh the railing of your barge uh toasting having some drinks actually i think this is uh sprig and milos because they were the ones most happy about this um y'all are having your drinks you look off into uh the distance south of duskwall into the mountains and it's a clear day or it's a clear evening the now bright sun or brightish sun has gone down below the horizon uh leaving only the dim one and the moons in the sky 
uh, and that's when y'all notice a new sight uh, down in the mountains south of the city. You see up high a regular beacon of light shining out. I'm sure that's fine. Like it's regularly flashing or something? Yep, regularly flashing. Y'all probably don't make a big, like, y'all Y'all both been drinking. It's just something that y'all notice. Goalie, you're, uh, while you're out shopping, uh, you're down in Night Market, you're seeing uh, your boy Maris, and you hear the uh, hissing and the chugging of a uh, train coming into the station. And when you look down there, you see the gilded engine of Train Force One arriving. <laughs> and Istra. I bet he's mad he doesn't have an invasion army anymore. And Iskra, as you are spending your time tinkering over your diagrams, you get a uh, packet uh, from your friend Sadie. Sadie. Uh, and it's got a couple of bromine photograph images of the sun and the moon uh, with a hastily, uh, hastily scribbled note that says, Are you seeing the same thing I am? Well, I'm underground, so probably not, but I'll go up well, and look. In, in the photograph, you see that the sun is passing in front of the moon. It doesn't usually do that normally. And I think we will. Oh, uh, end there. Alright. Cool. Well, I hope y'all had fun. That went a lot more smoothly than I thought it would. <laughs> yeah, that was wild.